Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio. I'm going to be your host and producer today, Logan Landers, and joining me to talk about the NCAA 2023 team preview for the Tennessee Volunteers is the man himself, Mr. Football, Vince Turner. How are you doing today, sir? Hey, Logan, how you doing this great day? It's football time. It's a great John War used to say in the state of Tennessee. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. And we all know college football is right around the corner. Another team preview, of course. If you want to check out all the other previous team previews we've done, go to our Facebook or YouTube channel. You can find great team previews, player profiles, interviews, you name it, you can find it on our channels. Once again, that's 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio, either on Facebook or on YouTube. And, of course, our podcast, thanks to the Believe Podcast Network. So the way things work here, I'm going to be breaking down the offense while Mr. Turner is going to be handling the defense for the Tennessee Volunteers. So let's get at it. The Tennessee Volunteers, what a magical year it was last year, just on that cusp of getting the glory, but they were just a little bit short. But coming into this 2023 year, Josh Heupel and crew are ready to make another impact statement. Let's break down this team and who they're going to be strutting out on offense in the 2023 season. So as we all know, the big change with this team is at the quarterback position. Hendon Hooker, he is no longer with the program. He has been drafted and is going to be doing his thing now with the Detroit Lions. But last year was absolutely electric. Over 3,000 yards passing, got a lot of touchdowns, 27 to be exact, only through two interceptions. But they do have a very reliable quarterback who was waiting in the wings, and that is Mr. Joe Milton III. Now, last year in some limited action, Milton had a tremendous year. Uh, he had 971 yards for a solid 64.6% completion percentage. That's a nice clip there. 11.1 average. He was not afraid to throw it deep. And what I liked really about him, too, is in his short time under center, 10 touchdowns and zero interceptions, only sacked four times as well. So he proved in his limited time under center, he can get it done. He can throw for touchdown passes. He can throw for yard. And he is not going to be able to he's not going to be throwing the ball, uh, turn the ball over a whole lot under his center. So we'll see how he's going to do under his first full season. Now, joining him is just a team who is pretty much, honestly, the same exact team from last year. I mean, you have a lot of really talented guys. Let's go in the backfield, though, who's going to be his running backs. You got that two-headed monster still. You got Jalen Wright and Jabari Small. Both those gentlemen ran the ball for over 140 times last year. Wright got over 800 yards. Small got over 700. And combined, they hit Pater 23 times. I thought that's a part of this team that – didn't really get a whole lot of, of recognition last year. Everyone was too busy with Hendon Hooker, rightfully so. He was tremendous. But this running back duo at Tennessee was lethal, and the Volunteers are hoping that they can bring more of that back this year with that dynamic duo of Small and Jalen Wright. Now, looking at the wide receiving core, you are going to be losing your top guy there in Jalen Hyatt. He is gone to the New York Giants in the NFL. Had a really good year last year, over 1,000 yards, definitely their top receiver, 15 touchdowns. But you do have some solid backups who played last year who are going to be hoping to get more fair share of the ball. Guys like Brew McCoy brought in 50 catches last season. You have guys like Ramel Keaton as well, 31 grabs for over 500 yards, and Squirrel White to go along with uh, Cedric Tillman. Some other guys who were really uh, putting in work last year 
and who were hoping to maybe get things uh, rolling on this. Excuse me, Scro- or Cedric Tillman, not with the program anymore. You got guys like Chaz Nimrod and Caleb Webb. As well, you bring it over a transfer, Mr. Dante Thornton Jr., to maybe try and get some more of that load there. He's coming over from Oregon with the Ducks. So, honestly, man, this even though you are losing a top receiver, you have a solid quarterback who in limited action last year improved and did well. You have some solid receivers and a great running back. Uh, Duo, I think they're going to rely a little bit more heavily on the running backs early on in the season while Milton and that wide receiving uh, room get a little bit more chemistry together. But I think this is going to be really strong. But I think a really good strong point with this team is going to be on the offensive line. I mean, if you look at this team, you're bringing in a ton of experience, Mr. Turner. You have guys who are pretty much an all-senior-led group. Some guys like John Campbell Jr., who you have coming over. Uh, he's coming over from Miami out there at the U. You have some other players as well who are helping out with Ollie Lane, Cooper Mays, Javante Spragans, Jeremiah Crawford. I mean, the list goes on and on. This is a very, very deep team at the offensive line position uh, all throughout the line there. And there's really no weak spots. This is a tremendous team. They're not going to give up a ton of sacks. They're going to protect the quarterback, and they're going to make those giant holes for the running backs right there. And looking at the uh, the tight ends coming into the season, you're going to be having Jacob Warren is going to be your main guy right there uh, with uh, Princeton Fant getting drafted to your team, Mr. Turner, the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, so, like I said, he didn't get a whole lot of action last year, but we'll see how he can slide into this team. But overall, look at this offense here for Tennessee with the Volunteers. They were an absolute light show last year. They were can't-miss TVs, you like to say. And I'm expecting big things out of them. They might take a slight step back just with a few new players. Like I said, brand-new quarterback. I expect the running backs to be dynamic as usual. But I still expect big, big things from the Tennessee Volunteers offense coming into 2023. Mr. Turner, let's flip over to the defensive side of the things and what you think this Tennessee team can improve on and what they have coming into this year. Well, Mr. Logan, you already know that for you to be a championship team, your defense has to play at a championship level. And the University of Tennessee didn't do that in certain games. When you look at it against Alabama, they got very lucky. As you mentioned, the explosive offense. They gave up 49 points to Alabama. Against Georgia, they gave up 27 points. But the game that sticks in my crawl, when they had everything in the game, they gave up 63 points against South Carolina and Spencer Rattler. And it made me think back to all the other great Tennessee teams in the past that was ranked high, that had real great defensive players from Sean Ellis, Will Overstreet, Leon Little, Reggie White, John Henderson, Albert Hainsworth, in the 60s, Steve Connor, Jack Haskell Reynolds, Al Wilson, Jackie Walker, Roland James, Eddie Brown, Deion Grant, Dale Carter, and Bobby Majors, and here was Westmoreland. And I thought about that game, and I said, if Tennessee had their culture back when they won the national championship, the first BCS in 1998, and then when they had them great teams in the late 60s, then Tennessee could have easily been playing in the college football playoffs last season. But the thing I like, I always go by stats. Last year, Tennessee was 127 in pass defense. That's 289 yards a game. It's a miracle that they even became number one in the country in the midseason, Mr. Logan. But they improved from the scoring standpoint. They gave up 22 points a game. That was 35th rank in the country. And then if you want to take some positive from Tennessee, how they played defense last year, they had 27 sacks and they had 22 turnovers. So the strength of this Tennessee defense this year is going to be Taylor Byron, 23 tackles last year, 2.5 sacks, 
Roman Harrison, 40 tackles last year, three sacks. Amari Thomas, who I think is going to have a career in the NFL, 27 tackles, two sacks. Then at the linebacker position, I think they're returning one of the better players at the position. He's a defensive MVP in the orange ball, Mr. Aaron Beasley. 76 tackles on the year, 13.5 tackles for loss. But for Tennessee, if we're going to talk about them playing in this year's college football playoff and dethroning Georgia at the top of the SEC East, they got to get better playing the secondary. Denarco Slaughter played real well at the end of the year, had an outstanding orange ball against Clemson. They bring back Brandon Turnage, very experienced player at the safety position. Jalen McCullough is a very strong, experienced player at the free safety position. But for the volunteers to take it to the next level, they got to improve on the pass defense. And number one, they got to be able in big games not give up a lot of points. Let me bring up the stats one more time before I leave you today here on 100 Yards Football and give it back over to you, Logan. Against Alabama, they gave up 49 points to Bryce Young. Against Georgia, the biggest game of the year, gave up 27 points to Georgia and Stetson Bennett. Really, Georgia could have easily put 40 up on them in that game. And then against South Carolina and Spencer Rattler, who's going to be one of the better quarterbacks in the country this year, they gave up 63 points. So that's telling me if they D-line don't get to the quarterback, the secondary's got to step up. But you know what? I like what Josh Hopper's done on the hill. He's brought Tennessee football to prominence. If the Vols improve, scoring, get in the top 10 from a defensive standpoint, and improve their pass defense, the Vols will be playing in the college football playoffs this year. Yes, sir. A lot of potential with this team. Like I said, last year was a great run uh, for, for a lot of us here on 100 Yards Football. I know yourself, Mr. Turner, you were watching this team closely. Our guy, Jeremiah Long, other outstanding producer, also super proud of this team and how much they accomplished in such a short amount of time. But we're seeing, we're going to see how they do this year, if they can go even further, and just how much better they can get in this 2023 season. We saw the offense was explosive last year. Can the defense come up to par? It remains to be seen this upcoming year. Mr. Turner, any other final thoughts you want to get out before we get out of here today? No problem, sir. If people right. don't know me, it's three football, it's two football teams I really care about, the University of Tennessee and the Dallas Cowboys. That being said, I've been a Vols fan since 1968. Go Vols. Kudos today to my guys who played out of my neighborhood, out of Memphis, Tennessee, the Carlton Peoples and Mark Studaway. Go Vols. If they improve defensively in the secondary, the Vols will be playing in the college football playoffs. Yes, sir. We will see what the Vols will be up to this upcoming year. Well, hey, if you have enjoyed this video, this episode here today, please give us a like, a comment, and, of course, share the video to all your friends and family. We go live on Facebook and on YouTube every single week. Tons of team previews. Game previews are down the pipeline. We're going to be getting to those very, very soon. Of course, player profiles, interviews, you name it, we have it on our channel. Anything and everything football-related. Once again, that's 100 Yards Football Sports Talk Radio. Thank you all for tuning in today, and we will talk to you again on another live episode. We'll see you then. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? 
That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.